When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Hey, Auburn fans, welcome back to the E2C Network for another special episode of E2C Extra. This time, we're continuing our conversation from a couple episodes ago talking about the Auburn Athletics 2019 to 2020 athletic year outlook where we took a look back at how we got to this point leading up to this season for Auburn football all the way down to Auburn equestrian everything in between as well so we covered that in another episode so if you haven't checked that out I would recommend hearing that episode before you listen to this one so you can have some context and know who's all hanging out in this episode with you because there are quite a few of us from across the ETC network platform. But you don't necessarily have to. You can enjoy this one in and of itself where we discuss our opinions, maybe even some predictions about what could happen this year for 2019 to 2020 in Auburn athletics. I hope you enjoy and War Eagle. We've talked about the past. We've talked about the things that have kind of happened leading up to the beginning of this year. Let's talk about this year and most importantly, the shows that we will be covering uh, and the sports we'll be covering this year through our respective podcasts. And I think we should start with the most important one, right? Uh, (laughs) Tiger Tracks, our Auburn cross-country track and field show. And this is one that happens year-round. Cross-country in the fall, indoor track and field in the winter, and outdoor in the spring. Obviously, Jessica's been doing it for, what, three years now, four years, something like that? A real long time. Well, I mean, not sure. We've had Whitney as a co-host before. She's yeah. had to step away, and you're stuck with me again this year. Unfortunately, you can. Anybody else want to be a Jessica's track and field podcast host? So let me. I have a couple things to say for the people who don't think that they're into track and field and cross country. Just remember, you can't have another sport without this sport because running encompasses every sport, except maybe golf. I don't know if the golfers run a lot. No, I don't think they do. But I feel like you have to run to jump on a horse and you have to no, run to vault. They're, they're on the horse and, when they. Okay. Well, the horses have to run. <laughs> and like the gymnasts, like you're vaulting and you're running and jumping and things. So cross country and track and field, it is everything, people. Just remember that. I'm super excited for this year. We've got a lot of new faces, a lot of people I don't know coming in. So that's exciting for me. Hopefully we'll have some more <clears throat> nursing students in the bunch. Lord help um, my soul. If we could if she ever would be quiet about the nursing students on there. I mean, that's like you you would think this is a nursing podcast at this point. So there are a few things that I love. You being number one. Oh wow. Auburn and being a nurse. So if we can get a podcast that encompasses all of those and running, but I'm garbage at that. So there's that. But anyway. <laughs> Join us. Join us for our track and field podcast and our cross country podcast because it's going to be awesome this year because we have so many new people and it's just going to be a good time. So what would you say this year? Is is Kylie Carter going to be able to get that gold? It's a rebuilding year. Um, 
I think Kylie Carter, um, I don't want to set her up for failure, but I think that she can continue her reign. Yeah. But I don't want to say she's going to get gold because we don't know. We've got a whole eight months before her premiere in outdoor. One thing I think you and I would agree on is that the guys have got to step it up this year across the board, cross country. Well, and track I'm just and saying, field. if these football men didn't have so many football commitments, they would be bombed in track and field. But no, they have spring training and things that take them away from their track and field obligations. I'm just saying they all could be phenomenal track and field athletes. But other than that, that's about all. That's a lot. Well, here, let me ask you There's no touchdowns in track and field. (laughs) No, you don't need touchdowns when you've got pole vault. It's literally people running and stabbing a stick into the ground and launching themselves over bars. She's got you there, Ben. You got to generate revenue somehow. (laughs) (laughs) let me ask this austin are you a big track and field fan well um i wasn't no but uh (laughs) my my one year away um when i uh, had my first job i was actually uh thrown into the fire and was around the track and field program at the school i was at a lot and i learned a ton about track and cross country um and so those Tiger Tracks podcasts make a lot more sense to me now. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that Jessica's giving you some information, but let's be honest, I'm just like barely making it through that show trying to You're get... here for the layman. <laughs> that's, that's... You're here for the normal people. I don't even know if it's the layman or the normal people, but I'm there for somebody. And it's mainly just for you to shake your head at when I try to make sense of all the track and field so scoring. All you have to know is you run... In cross country, you run not in a circle. In track, you run in a circle. Okay. And then there's events where you throw and jump and stack. I thought it was an oval. <laughs> it is not fair. See, look, look, the soccer guy's even showing you about. He he runs on this thing called a pitch, but you, you a know what? A pitch. That's oh, what they okay. call that's, it. I don't know what that's. Next. <laughs> <laughs> we know Jessica doesn't listen. <laughs> Apparently not. I download people. I have a very busy life. Oh Lord. Okay. Well. Um, I think we should talk about football uh, next because we did talk about uh, the um, guys running on the track and field team, and that'll be there again this year, hopefully competing Noah Benogany being one, uh, Sean Shivers, and then Anthony Schwartz, blazing fast Mr. Lightning, is on the track and field team. So let's talk about them on the football team in our football show, No Huddle with Ben King and A.J. Richardson. They're about to do their season preview as we're recording this, we're probably sitting on the eve of some very important news for the team. So Ben and AJ, your anticipations for this year, obviously save most of it for your preview show, but what are your thoughts about this year going forward? It's going to be huge. Uh, get excited. You don't have to follow us 24-7 to be able to get the news you need. Just listen <laughs> one time a week. Wow. I love him so much. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited about this uh, football season. Uh, There's uh, a lot of great things. I mean, we've got our head coach back, I think, for his seventh year now. We've got Gus calling plays again, and we got to see a little glimpse of what that could be uh, when we saw the Purdue game. And uh, the only big question mark that I have in my head, um, and a lot of people do, is who's our quarterback and how are we going to go throughout the season? I think that question is probably going to be answered pretty soon. Um, but that either way, I, I think both quarterbacks, Joey and Bo, can uh, handle the offense um, and do what we need to do. We have enough great pieces around them uh, to make this a very successful season. Where is everyone's opinion 
on Gus Malzahn in terms of hot seat? Because that's the thing we always hear about. Is Gus, is this a must win year for, for him? Does he have to get so many wins? Um, I know that you guys are probably going to share that on no huddle, Ben and AJ. So I'm more interested in, in what maybe some of the other guys have to say on this. So Austin, what do you think about Gus Malzahn since they are the, the big program? What do you think about his time here at Auburn? Is it numbered or is he just kind of settling in for a long future? Yeah, it's a, it's a question we hear every year. It feels like, um, and I've gone on records. I'm a big Gus fan. Um, much like you, Kyle, I think there are far more uh, important things that Gus uh, emulates through our program um, that don't always show uh, it on the final scoreboard. Um, but, you know, I don't think anyone knows what that win-loss number is um, for Gus to stay. Um, you know, at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I personally do not think that Gus is gone after this year. Um, unless it's, you know, something miserable like um, like a 2012 or like right. a, with a full collapse. Um, and so for me, no, I think Gus is definitely here, still the head coach of Auburn Tigers in 2020. Um, but, you know, I don't make I don't call the shots. So we'll see. Right. No, I, I think that's a fair take on it. I think we can all agree. 2012 happens again you got to make a change because as much as i like coach chiswick as a as a man and and as an auburn man i can't argue with going undefeated and a national title and then in a matter of just a year you know tanking the way it tanked you can't argue with that i mean that that was not not good at all so if that the reason we tanked is because gus left i mean we can all just look at that it's true. I agree I've got with my you. In Gus We Trust shirt. I uh, rock it pretty hard, and I think it is a must-win season. When you say must-win, what is that number I mean, for you? I think we're going to win 10 games. Whoa. Uh, I think that is kind of where we need to hit. Uh, but who knows? You know, everything falls into place. Could be talking about a national title. <laughs> of course. I was waiting on it. When is he going to say national title in there? But, you know, I... I I think the potential's there, Ben. I, I just don't know with the schedule, is it possible? Uh, Drew, what about you? Gus Malzahn, perspectives, his time here. Where are we looking at with him? I mean, I, I think I think Gus, and like like you all said, barring a collapse collapse, I think he should stay because Gus brings high-level character to the program. He brings high-level uh, recruiting to the to the program. Yes. I know, I know Auburn or – can be out recruited by Bama and Georgia and some of the other big players like Clemson, but six is nothing to stump your nose at or a top 10 class is nothing to stump your nose at in America. And I, I think he is, he brings a lot to the table. I think this year is going to be better because of the offense, but I, I think we need to, as Auburn fans get realistic about the fact that we play some of the toughest schedules year in, year out. And I'm I'm fine playing the toughest schedules year in year out, but it's going to take a very special team playing that way to see national championships on a consistent basis. Uh, I'm fine with us scheduling Clemson's and other tough games out of conference and the way we do away and away and a home and home games. Uh, I would rather play the toughest schedule and you know come out with a ten win season, take some lumps, and go. You know what? I'm proud of that because we outlasted where other teams would schedule the Citadel uh, before they play or do, someone yeah. Or, or yeah, or just play cupcakes. Like I, I, I don't think Gus is out unless we do see a 20, 
2012 again, but I highly doubt that happens. There's two high-level players. I think there's a lot of high-character guys and a lot of senior leadership on this team that's going to kind of push them over the edge, no matter who's the quarterback. And I, I think they're good to go. And I think next year with the recruiting class too, uh, Gus is kind of hitting his stride right now, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I think th- there's a – as I alluded to, there's a feeling in the air overall athletic-wise that I think – um, we haven't seen in quite some time of not just success, but just kind of synergy. And I think the buck stops with the football program. If they're going well, there's going to be that feel. As we saw last year, we had all these successes, but there was just that sour note because of the, you know, the inability to uh, win some games you thought you would in football and some letdowns. So I think you do, if you have a football program that is starting to feel like there's some momentum behind it. It's going to kind of roll downhill, so to speak. Peter, any differing thoughts about Gus Malzahn and the state of the program? I think when you compare 2012, the difference is besides Gus going to Arkansas State was that the team quit on Gene Chizik. I mean, that was obvious. The team quit on him. But this team has not quit on Gus. They're still excited to play for him. Yep. They're, you know, they're riding for the brand this year. They're, you know, they're going out there to win a national championship. And to kind of get on my soapbox, Auburn fans are so knee-jerk reaction about losses, and you just you can't do that. And I kind of have, I guess, a different opinion than some of you. I think this is going to be a tougher year. Uh, we yeah. play a lot of hard opponents. Mm-hmm. We have no matter who gets who wins the quarterback competition, you have a freshman at quarterback. Uh, that's a big deal in the SEC. So I think we might take some lumps this year. I don't think it's going to be a smooth course. I think it's going to be rocky. And I think Auburn fans just need to hold on this year and not be that knee-jerk, hot-seat-fire-gust reaction because uh, I think this is going to be kind of a rebuilding year. It's going to be rebuilding at quarterback anyway. Yeah, I I think fans would do well to temper their expectations a little bit and be willing to be surprised if, uh, if some great things happen, like Ben is kind of alluding to. But I've been saying from the very beginning, Auburn fans, be prepared for the possibility of another eight, five year. Not because this team's not talented and has the capability to win, but simply because of the road schedule. Going to face Oregon and Dallas, going to Florida, going to LSU, Texas A&M. I know it's Arkansas, but it's still an SEC game on the road. And then top it all off, yes, I know it's at home, but you got to still play Alabama and Georgia to end the season. That's a recipe for a very, very tough record by the end of things. But We've seen Auburn come out of tougher situations before, so we'll see what happens. Let's move on to another sport. Again, uh, we don't have representatives from this show here tonight. I guess busy tonight. Yeah, Chandler's probably watching The Bachelor, right? Uh, that's usually what he ends up doing when he's not here. <laughs> um, so I think we all are pretty high on the baseball program right now uh, with the first ever appearance to the College World Series in decades. I think they would echo this, this, this sentiment that, you know, with Butch Thompson kind of gives you the warm and fuzzies similar to a, uh, a coach Malzahn or a Bruce Pearl. They are good uh, figureheads for their programs. Um, I'll open it up to anybody here that wants to say anything about baseball and your perspective of the team and maybe what you expect this year. So the floor is yours. I remember watching the World Series and thinking it's 90 degrees outside and we are still watching Auburn sports. That just blew my mind. Uh, that just doesn't happen every year. So it was a really great run by Butch Thompson and, and the baseball team. One of my friends uh, has kept up with Butch Thompson. He, uh, he's coached at uh, a school he follows. 
And uh, he he keeps talking about how great of a coach Butch Thompson was. Even my friend was watching Auburn um, and how far they got in the World Series. And, and I think that's really cool to see somebody. Um, if you don't have the Bruce Perrins in the world, you've got the Butch Thompson, who definitely makes a great impact on the players and the fan base. Uh, get them excited about a sport we haven't really been too much excited about Um and baseball, so I think that's really cool to see that Butch Thompson's brought that back. I think it's been neat to see Butch Thompson just bring back Auburn players of old and just have a connection with them. I think that's something we really lacked with Sonny, uh, was just that connection to old Auburn players, and Bruce Pearl's done a good job with that too, and really all the coaches have, uh, who truly understand the university, and I think that's the biggest thing for Auburn. That's my soapbox a little bit, is just always getting men or women in there that understand the university and understand what it means, uh, understand what the Auburn creed means. And so I think Butch has done a great job. And even if you look at how the year went, uh, there was some ups and downs and it took him pressing the right buttons at the right time to get that team as far as they did. And just some sheer willpower that reflects on their coach. Uh, so I thought, I think Butch is wonderful uh, and a great, Auburn guy, and I hope he's one of those guys that we really latch on to and, and keep him around as long as we can. Yeah, I think uh, we're very lucky to have a guy like Butch Thompson right now. Um, the big three, football, men's basketball, and baseball, what we would call them, they feel very solid. Again, we had our discussion about Coach Malzahn and, and the perspective of the fans with his time here so far already, but I would say that there's a pretty solid foundation there with what would be your core sports that people seem to pay the most attention to so we're very blessed right now uh with our leadership there and so we should always keep that in mind even when we're going through struggles with those programs right there so make sure you tune in this year to hitchcock hecklers uh for baseball coverage with clint richardson of auburn uniform database and chandler fullman of of the bachelorette i guess i don't know what he's into (laughs) right now but (laughs) something like that um let's move on to stoppage time our Auburn soccer podcast with Drew Hooper and Peter Green. This year, guys, are we going all the way? Peter, what you think? National championship for soccer? And it's almost like what I said for uh, football. It's a little bit of a rebuilding year. Not Coach Hop has done a really good job recruiting uh, every year. So, I mean, we have a good crop of seniors, a good crop of juniors, a good crop of sophomores, and a good crop of freshmen. It's like that every year. And she's really consistent with going to the NCAA tournament. But we are going to have a new goalkeeper this year. So I think that's going to be a, a, maybe a little bit of growing pains. Uh, but uh, I, I don't expect anything less than postseason from Coach Hopper. That's just how it is. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think we will get at least a postseason berth. I'm, I'm interested to see senior brief folds this year. Peter, does it make or does it feel like we've walked with brief folds her whole career? Because we were there from day one of her freshman year. That's kind of wild. But I think. I think with a new goalkeeper and everything, new defense that we're putting into place, there's going to be some growing pains, but I think Coach Hoppe was smart. She did not schedule as hard on the front end as she typically does, and I think that's to really get us in confidence-building situations going forward. I, I think Coach Hoppe is another one of those. She's one of those Auburn men and women that understand what the university is about, understand what she's building, and does it well, and she'll have that thing rolling by SEC play. She lost uh, some assistants this year. Uh, one of her assistants, a uh, longtime assistant, is now the head coach at Mississippi State. So, And then Megan Strong, the uh, strength and conditioning coach, is no longer here. 
And I think uh, the good sign of, of a great coach is when they start building a, I think Clint's even said it's a coaching tree where their assistants can start, kind of start spreading out. I mean, I know it's a sin to say it here on the show, but Nick Saban's done that at Alabama. He's spread himself out like a cancer everywhere across the nation with his coaches and his little minions. They, you, he can find linkages to him everywhere. Because he's the Dr. Drew of the SEC. <laughs> like he just takes in rehab assignments and sends them back out. And then they're still not any better, usually. Uh, I mean, I guess Lane Kiffin's kind of behaving himself down there, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how Steve Sarkeesian's doing. or Who's his latest rehab at this point? Butch. Butch, Butch is that still – is he still not left the rehab? Yeah, team? yeah. if you can't get a, a job after year one in rehab, you're probably just hopeless. Yeah, well, that's probably the case. I mean, anyway, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole with Tennessee because they did beat us last year. Um, all right, stoppage time. If you guys are not on board for the show, you need to be. I know you may not be soccer fans, but you should be. This is a great program, and these guys do a great job of breaking down the games each and every week. So make sure you tune in to Stoppage Time. Uh, Again, we don't have both representatives for the next show, Inside the Jungle, men's basketball podcast here. Uh, Clint Richardson is my co-host for that. We've been doing that for the longest time uh, since we broke out from the single show to the the different show format, uh, it's been the oldest show here. Uh, so unfortunately, he won't be able to give me his perspective on the program. But I think if you've listened to any of our episodes, you know how excited and how um, just wild we were about this past season. I think everybody here would echo that. But, you know, I really would like Austin's opinion on this one because a guy who not that you were removed from being an Auburn fan but you were just in a different place in life at the time and kind of having to view Auburn basketball and that rise while kind of being away what was that like and what do you kind of expect for the future here for this year for Auburn basketball uh that Auburn basketball season was one of the most fun seasons in any Auburn sport I can remember um like you said I was away and uh I ended up working a lot uh, with another school, um, and so I didn't get to watch many football games um, just because I had to work uh, as well during those times. And um, But basketball games were typically at night, and um, something I get to watch. So I, I was really close following uh, that team and um, obviously their incredible run. Um, and, I mean, man, that was so fun just to see that team. And obviously so many people doubted them and where they came from, um, and I – I'm pumped for the season. I, my wife and I were walking around campus the other day and past the arena. And uh, she even said, she was like, I mean, I'm excited for basketball. I was like, Emily, we got football in two weeks. She's like, I know, but how much fun was that? Um, and so I think it, it brings a different energy when the basketball team is good. And we've seen that with coach Pearl and um, you know, around uh, January when bowl games are over, you know, Auburn fans don't have to say, uh, well, well, we'll wait for spring practice and August again, but um, kind of extends that fanhood a little bit. Yeah, I would agree with kind of what you said there for men's basketball. The feeling is, is when basketball season start because we're so excited to see if we can continue that success that we had. And I would say that is extended to most of the other programs right now. And I think that's uh, getting back to kind of the theme I keep reiterating here is that this is a special time right now at Auburn is you can now find a reason to be excited post-football season, post basketball season post baseball season there's or post equestrian season at this point i mean it's i won't say it's getting boring at this point because we're just dominating everybody but everybody now seems to be at least aware of oh there's an equestrian meet this meet can they keep their undefeated streak going 
oh, there's a, you know, a tennis match going on. How's the new coach going to do? There seems to be an awareness and a investment in the programs as a whole that there hasn't been in quite some time. And again, that starts with the big three and kind of rolls downhill as of right now. So if you haven't tuned into Inside the Jungle with Clint Richardson and myself, please do so this year. We really love breaking down basketball games for you guys and love for you to check out that show if you haven't. So really quickly, we're almost done here. I do want to bring attention as we uh, made a big announcement about a week ago. Well, not, I guess a few days ago, technically, but probably by the time you he- you're hearing this, it might be about a week. Uh, Boom Tracker is our brand new recruiting show. And we have brought in two new great guys in Dallas Ham and Justin Hostler to be a part of our E2C Network contributor family, uh, but also um, just a part of our families in general, I guess, because we all get to know each other really well here. So I'm excited to have these guys. And, you know, I think when we do our surveys every year, we always hear what's the one thing people want more of, and that's recruiting. And so finally we listened and we delivered uh, on that, or I guess I should say Justin uh, Justin and Dallas delivered on this aspect. So Ben, how excited are you to finally have a recruiting show on this network? I'm so excited because I did not know where to actually follow that. And I've got people at work that talk to me about recruiting all the time. And I'm just like, yeah, man, well, when they sign, I'll be good. And uh, I listened to the podcast this past week fantastic coverage everything they talked about was great if you guys aren't listening to it you should because it is some stellar coverage of recruiting stuff that i did not know or care to look into but now i have a place and a resource to come and listen to it and it's great and it's and free you don't have to pay for a subscription that's right <laughs> yeah. one pay day for a week it. not 24 7 oh my gosh <laughs> i knew it was coming i was trying to catch it but there it was um but yeah i would say this you know this is coverage that uh, obviously they're giving you their impressions and what they're hearing and stuff like that. Obviously they're not insiders or anything like that, but they just kind of want to talk about recruiting. And I think a lot of you out there want to hear that from us. So that's why they stepped up to the plate and have given that to you. And here's the beautiful thing uh, for Peter and Drew and guys that don't get a chance to talk about a lot of recruiting is yes, they're going to be focused on football and also basketball and some baseball recruiting, but they're going to do their best to include any other recruiting as well, because yes, we do have other classes to celebrate. I think every year we try to at least mention the recruiting class for soccer every year. So Peter, you guys are going to get a little extra help uh, on the soccer recruiting front probably too. Welcome Definitely to excited for that. Yeah. So anytime um, we can get more coverage for those programs is good. I'm excited to hear Justin's apparently high school rivalry with Dilly Dilly. <laughs> the saga that's gonna that's gonna birth out of that. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be pretty interesting. Uh, obviously, they're new to podcasting, so I hope you guys will be along for the ride as they kind of learn the ins and outs of it and uh, kind of learn their flow and what how their show is gonna go every year. But I'm really excited for what they're gonna have, and we're happy to have them a part of our family here. And we hope you guys will enjoy them as well. So that's our offerings for you this year in terms of podcasts: Tiger Tracks, No Huddle, Hitchcock Heckler, Stoppage Time, Inside the Jungle, and Boom tracker we also have e2c extra which will be just random podcasts we're trying to do more of just kind of off the wall topics this will be a part of e2c extra uh but we did one about equestrian recently with auburn ellis uh we've done one um in the past uh, about just the logo changes we've done anything that doesn't really fall directly under a sport will go under that so one thing i do want to say this and i want to say this to everybody here um that's part of our panel and everybody who's not here as part of our panel, I hope they'll hear this, is that I really, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, could not ask for a better group of people to do this because you give your time, your energy to do this, and you don't have to. Every single year I ask these 
guys and lady at this point, do you want to continue doing this? And while things change and schedules sometimes get a little bit more difficult, the answer has always been yes. And as long as they want to be here, I when I want to have them. So I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to you guys. And I hope you, the listeners out there, appreciate uh, them as much as I do. Because, yes, I'm behind the scenes doing the editing, but it is much more rewarding to hear more voices than my own on this network and giving their perspectives about Auburn athletics. And that door is always open to anybody else who wants to do that as well. So I want to close out our show uh, by giving you a chance for final thoughts. We'll start going down the horde by seniority and we'll start with Ben and you just kind of wrap us up with your thoughts of Auburn athletics for the year. Yeah, guys. So, uh, 1819 was big. It was a big year for Auburn, but get ready. Cause, uh, I'm feeling really, really good about 1920. The momentum that we've built is going to be fantastic. And especially in my sport football, I feel like uh, we're not necessarily rebuilding. We've got a lot of really good cogs in the machine. And I think if we can put them all together, going to be a fantastic season. So stick with us. Listen to the podcast. Appreciate you guys as listeners and uh, War Eagle. Yeah, I'm really excited about this year. I think uh, I hope all Auburn fans temper their expectations. It's going to be hard to uh to to do better than last season but uh, i'm excited for football starting i'm excited for soccer starting uh personal plug drew and i are recording tomorrow our first episode of stoppage time for our fourth season and we're doing our preview show so uh tune in for that but uh it's gonna be a really great year i am looking forward to it yeah I'm, i'm definitely excited for this year i'm excited that we got two new guys in the fold so definitely looking forward to the sharif cooper recruiting podcast whenever he commits uh just excited what what we're doing as a network but also i'm just excited to be enjoying auburn sports uh i think last year put it in perspective for me a little bit to not live and die with football or anything like that but just sit back and enjoy it and what can be frustrating as times uh auburn's perfect and wonderful and i love it more every day we're eagle yeah, I'm I'm excited, really excited for this year. Um, I'm excited to be back. Um, and while this uh, may be one of the last times you hear my voice until next year, uh, I did want to say <laughs> we'll have uh, we'll have some good stuff coming out on uh, written this year. Um, if you if your ears uh, get hurt from too much information from these guys, um, and you you need to give your eyes some info, um, we'll have. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but we'll have thumbs up, thumbs down, back again. Um, appreciate Peter uh, taking the year last year. Um, and so um, always open suggestions and really looking forward to um, being back with the group this year. War Eagle. Yeah, let me uh, do say that because we didn't talk enough. Of, we talked about the podcast, but not the other stuff we offer. We have uh, videos as well, but we also have blog posts. And we consider Austin one of our featured writers where he just kind of has the responsibility of breaking down uh, the football games. Um, every single week and uh, he'll do that in the version of thumbs up thumbs down it's sort of a grading uh, but a little bit different of a grading system and giving you a perspective of how the team performed each week so make sure you obviously tune into the podcast but read those articles as well because he does a great job breaking that down as well and i think he'll probably have a few other articles out here and there that he has some interest in discussing so you might want to keep tuned probably very soon here for something like that maybe this week (laughs) you never know um so aj Final thoughts for you as well. Uh, yeah, I think this year could be a really awesome year. Uh, the I agree. Like I think there, there was so much success with basketball, baseball, and even to some extent, 
flashes of it with football. Uh, I think we might need the temporary expectations, but at the same time, this could be a potentially a great year. Uh, I know Bruce is bringing in some fantastic guys uh, for basketball. Um, baseball just keeps chugging along. Um, football has most, I'd say 90% of the parts already there. Uh, they just need to uh, get that uh, last 10%. And uh, I think this could be a really cool year uh, for uh, for all three of the major sports that uh, I know a lot of you listen uh, or pay attention to. Um, so it could be really awesome. Yeah, I would say it's going to be awesome for those three, but even for the ones that you don't traditionally pay attention to, whether they be soccer, equestrian, gymnastics, uh, track and field. Jessica's not here at the moment. She had to step away, but she would say the same thing. Pay attention to the smaller sports as well because they, had, they had really deserve your attention to uh, because there's some great things happening there. And there's reasons for football fans to get excited for things about like track and field with some football players kind of having a Bo Jackson feel out there, football players running track or doing multiple sports and just in some kind of facet. So make sure you give every Auburn program your full attention this year. And I think no matter what happens, we'll all still be proud to be Auburn Tigers and proud to be part of this Auburn family. And most of all, proud to be part of this E2C network family, whether you're a contributor a listener or you're this weird guy that sits behind the mic editing everybody and cutting Ben King out of his things that should never air. (laughs) There's that. Uh, Censorship is is strong with this one. You know, sometimes I've got to, I've got to make sure we stay on the air, right? You know, so I I have to look out for everybody's best interest. Thank you for protecting the brand. (laughs) Protecting the ride for the brand, right? (laughs) Ride for the brand over here. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to each and every one of you looking for another great year here on the network. And we hope you at home enjoy it as well. So until we talk to you again, War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?